Welcome back. It is the Jim Leach Show on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Calling an audible. I wasn't uh, I wasn't going to talk about this in this segment because I just found out about it. I didn't get a chance to read the letters to the editor today, but this was apparently in this morning's paper. I got uh, shared online. And it returns us to uh, a topic we talked about some time back that wound up not really going anywhere here in Springfield. That was the welcoming city resolution, which I think was widely misinterpreted, but it was really just a statement that says uh, we are a city that greets you and welcomes you. If you are an immigrant, someone from a different culture, you don't scare us. We are not bothered by you. We embrace your diversity. Welcome. Feel at home. And that radical sentiment really rubbed some people the wrong way. Some people tried to claim it would make us a sanctuary city. It wouldn't. Some people uh, apparently believe that it is... uh, Uh, a a way to now open the door to lavish taxpayer-funded services on immigrants, some of whom, you know, might be illegals or you never know what some of them might be. Anyway, the resolution came up. It didn't go anywhere. And you you might recall there was a fairly contentious debate on it in the Springfield City Council. Well, that debate isn't over. Uh, A a few days ago, uh, Martin Wolf, who is the pastor of the Unitarian Universalist Church here in uh, the Springfield area, wrote a letter to the editor uh, about this and again, uh, hoping that the city would take up this issue. And today there's been a response by a Rosanna Polito, who uh, was apparently one of the people who was engaged in that somewhat contentious debate before the city council uh, a few weeks back. Her letter to the editor reads as follows. I was beyond shocked and appalled when I saw the letter to the editor in the January 16th edition of the SJR from the pastor of the Abraham Lincoln UU congregation in Springfield about welcoming cities. He has got to be kidding. I cannot believe in this day and age a pastor would tell the city of Springfield to adopt a welcoming city resolution. Um, you can't believe a pastor would encourage a city to be welcoming to people of all different backgrounds? Uh, I don't know what church she goes to, but that doesn't seem uh, all that out of line to me. But then she goes on to say, hasn't he ever heard about separation of church and state? And again, I'm just going to pause here for a moment to say that. So if you're in a church, you belong to a church, you're not allowed to say if you think a city government should adopt a particular policy, like a policy in favor of, you know, helping homeless people or anything like that. I don't think that's what's meant by the separation of church and state. What that really means is that government is not supposed to adopt a religion for itself. It generally does not prohibit churches from saying we would like our community to be welcoming or to be uh, concerned about the poor, the needy, the whomever. Uh, churches are not supposed to endorse political candidates and you know, and specific individuals and things, but I'm pretty sure that the separation of church and state does not preclude a church or even a pastor from saying, uh, we think that we should have policies in our community that are just basically nicer to people. 
She then goes on to say, if he wants to welcome these people, then his congregation should pass the offering basket and open their homes to feed the illegal aliens and house the refugees. They should not expect taxpayers to foot the bill. Oh, my. <laughs> 217-629-7970 is the C.T. Adams Pest Control listener contact line. We, gosh, you know, we, we have a wonderful community here, and we have lots of just really uh, forward-thinking, compassionate, caring people. And then we have, you know, this, the, the, just the kind of the, the, the paranoia, the fear-mongering, the agitation at the notion that someone might come into our community that's different and that might inconvenience us somehow. Uh, and that's pretty prevalent, too. Yeah, uh, I, I guess I would uh, echo the letter writer's view that in, in this day and age, I also cannot believe. But it's not what the pastor's saying that I can't believe. Hi, you're on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Jim, don't you have that song you played at Christmas time to get you to calm down? Uh, you know something? I, I think they disabled that after the holidays, but let me see if I can f- activate the switch here so that, oh, you know what? Yeah, here we go. I get, yeah, there we go. There you go. I, I really should probably leave it on year round because you're right. I need it. It's the most wonderful time. Uh, and it is. It, it, things are better now. You're, you're right. I guess I'll just have to leave this on uh, year round, I suppose. Relax. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I appreciate the call. Thank you. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. Yeah. It's um, it's a good idea to keep that just handy all the time. Uh, not that this is in any way surprising. You know, the, these attitudes are are so prevalent, and it's not just you know a handful of random radio station callers who blurt out this just. This, this anger somehow at uh, people with different backgrounds, people who come from different places, maybe speak a different language. It's it's all over. Uh, there's a story today about a town in Maine, a little a little tiny town in Maine that had to hire, uh, rather had to fire their town manager there. They just hired him. They had to fire him. Because it turns out he's a white separatist. Somehow they didn't pick up on that in the background check, but he's actually a guy that belongs to an organization that really says that the the races shouldn't mingle and we shouldn't allow Muslims, you know, into into the country. Uh, it just it it's it's pretty uh, stark and amazing that those attitudes not only exist but that they they're being you know just displayed so openly I, I, I as as much as we've had our issues in this community uh, with race and you know in 20 years ago a lot of things were worse but at the very least it feels like a lot of people felt the need to hide their attitudes uh, if, if they were uh, you know not really considered mainstream and now people just aren't shy about uh, just airing their attitudes anymore higher on news talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Oh, hi Jim I'm just wondering what Church was that? Uh, the the pastor is from the uh, the universe, uh, Uni- Unitarian Universalist Church, the Abraham Lincoln uh, UU congregation here in town. Okay, well that that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. And bless his heart. Okay, thanks, Jim. I appreciate the call. Yeah, uh, Martin Wolf is his name. Good guy, and uh, and someone who has. Uh, extraordinary compassion for people from from all walks of life. The notion that somebody could read anything that he's written or said 
and walk away with emotions like, I'm shocked, I'm appalled, I'm angry. I, I don't even know what to say about that because he is about as laid back and easygoing a guy as you'd ever want to meet. Uh, and there is nothing shocking or appalling about him. Uh, but, you know, that that's, again, kind of the climate in which we live. Uh, now, this, uh, this letter writer references something called the Save Springfield, Illinois Facebook group. I haven't really had the guts to go look at it yet. Uh, and I, I, what, I'm, I, what I think I'm going to do is take a break here and, and go check it out. Uh, it, it has a total of 44 likes so far. And I, I'm going to have to go kind of look to see uh, <laughs> uh, what exactly is involved. Uh, boy, yeah, it's kind of kind of exactly what you'd expect. Uh, well, I'll, I'll give you a full report in just a moment here. Stay with us. It is now 419. Talking about a letter to the editor in the paper today, once again, uh, condemning the notion of a welcoming city's ordinance and claiming that it is just an attempt to bring illegal immigrants and refugees to Springfield at taxpayer expense, which really it has nothing to do. Nothing in that ordinance would make Springfield any more or less susceptible uh, to that, but that's the contention here. And also that letter references a Save Springfield, Illinois group where you will have some of the usual propaganda. Oh, the dreamers, they're bad. And uh, they want, there's this uh, sign of a protest. I have no idea if this is real, if it's been photoshopped or what, but there's a protest where someone's holding a sign that says, give us free health care, jobs, no taxes, house, food, you owe us America. We will shoot more police in Arizona until we get free, uh, exclamation point. And that's the end of the sign, which again, I, uh, the whole thing looks incredibly photoshopped to me, but that's the kind of uh, stuff that the, the, uh, save Springfield group is uh, is terrified of. So, I don't know. It seems to me that for that reason and that reason alone, we ought to adopt the Welcoming City Ordinance just to irritate people like that. Um, I, I, I suppose that that's not the ideal basis upon which to adopt city policy. Uh, but the notion there's somehow something wrong with uh, communicating to people that you are welcome here that we are a community that uh, embraces people of different cultures and different walks of life, that should never be a bad thing. But, of course, we have to be able to back that up then. If we adopt an ordinance like that, we actually should, in fact, be a welcoming city. And it does seem like there is some segment of the populace that is not welcoming at all of anybody who might uh, look different, talk different, uh, speak a different language, act in a different way, have a different point of view. Uh, admittedly, I don't think that's a big part of the community. Again, there's like 44 people who have liked the the Save Springfield Facebook group. Uh, so it, it doesn't seem like it's uh, an enormous cross-section of the community. But it's there. And these attitudes definitely exist. And we ignore them at our own peril. Uh, I think it's just important to be aware of uh, the fact that, and, and not only are these attitudes out there, I would submit to you they have been emboldened in the last year. 
that um, the, the the signs that uh, are, are being sent from the highest levels uh, of government in this nation say to people like that, it's okay. Come out of the shadows. Come out into the open. You you have kindred spirits and fellow travelers out there. And so I, I think this is where it is important, again, for people who are not kindred spirits and fellow travelers of those attitudes to also uh, make sure that your voice is being heard. And, um, you know, if you think this welcoming city ordinance is a good idea, eh, or if you don't, I think it's a good idea to communicate that to your alderman, let him know. Uh, I, I think that it's uh, it, it makes sense for people's voices to be heard. If this is indeed, a min- uh, pardon the expression, a minority opinion, and I think it is, uh, that that should be made known. 217-629-7970. Oh, sorry about that again. 217-629-7970, the CT Adams Pest Control Listener Contact Line. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Russia investigation, the special counsel's probe continuing on as the White House continues to insist this is just a hoax. It is completely not a hoax. And every time the White House says that, it, it it's a statement that just ignores so many basic, obvious, irrefutable facts that it feels necessary to go back and just point out again why every time the White House tells you it's a hoax, it's not only a lie, it is one of the most blatant and clumsy lies ever handed down uh, by a a presidential administration in this country. Uh, So we'll talk about that, and we'll also talk about the uh, the memo. You've probably heard about the memo as in hashtag release the memo. Oh, yeah, by all means, release the memo. They don't want to release the memo. The memo does them a lot more good as this mysterious object uh, toward which they can direct their rage than it does if anybody could actually read it and see what was in it. And we'll explain that coming up as well. 